Everyone has different tactics to motivate themselves and celebrate their winnings, no matter how big or small. Something I love to do when I feel like I'm in need of a reward is to pick up a sweet treat. This could also look like budgeting savings every month, but leaving room for an occasional delivery order. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easily and still have the occasional treat guilt-free. Since we're speaking about our financial goals, it's time I introduce you to Chime. Chime is an award-winning banking app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. It's the banking of the future since it's 100% mobile and online. Those are all things that I like to hear. Chime offers a ton of really cool features, which for one, all the users get fee-free overdrafts on up to $200 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's kind of like overdraft protection, but better. You can get your paychecks, benefits, stimulus checks, and tax returns up to two days earlier with a direct deposit. They also have automatic savings features where you can automatically save a percentage of your paycheck or you can round up your purchases made with your debit card and save that amount. This would make saving so much easier for me and it's definitely something that I'm interested in. Another thing I love about Chime is that it is a financial institution with a sense of community. By this I mean you literally have the ability to get increased overdraft limits with boosts from friends. If you want to join millions of Chime members who are working on financial progress, getting spotted on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals, and also have the luxury of no maintenance fees, make sure you check out Chime. You can take control of your finances and say goodbye to the monthly fees by opening your account in minutes at chime.com slash a better you. That's chime.com slash a better you. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot me and are subjected to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. and welcome back to another episode of A Better You. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, and welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we are going to talk all about how to increase your happiness and become a happier person. Obviously, we all have our ups and downs. I think that's all a part of human nature. There are definitely times where I am negative, I am complaining, I am down in the dumps. You know, there are seasons where I do not feel my best. I feel like I need to melt into the ground. But for the most part, I think my baseline emotions are usually quite happy or on the happier end of the spectrum. But that doesn't just come naturally. I mean, for some, you might just have an innately happier brain. You know, your environment may make you happier. The situation that you're in may make you happier. It may actually just be a privilege how easy it is for you to be happy. But for myself, I feel like there are a lot of things that I intentionally do to stay at this happy level and be around people that are happy as well and to spread happiness and to spread joy and just feel all those positive emotions. For that reason, I decided that this episode will be super Super fun to film and I just have so much to say on this topic. I actually did an Instagram Q&A this morning and one of the questions I got was how to increase happiness and that's what inspired me to make today's episode because as I was answering the Instagram Q&A I realized how much I had to say on it and so I did some research on some other things. I got some other points from other people. I got some different bits of advice here and there and I'm going to tell you guys about all the actionable ways that you can become a happier person, things that you can implement into your routine, ways that you can change your mindset, ways that you can 
cultivate a happier outlook on life and overall just showing you guys how your happiness a lot of the time is in your hands and how you can make the change to become a happier person. I'm actually leaving for New York Fashion Week tonight. As I film this episode, I am leaving tonight. Am I nervous? Yeah, a little bit. I've got so much to do, so many errands to run, but I just know that New York Fashion Week is going to be so fun, so exciting. If you don't know what that is, basically Fashion Week happens all over the world in different times of the year or whatever, but during September, it's a huge fashion month. It starts off in New York for a week and then it goes to Milan, London, Paris, and spoiler, I think I might be going to Paris Fashion Week. And by I think I might be going to Paris Fashion Week, I mean I think I might be in Paris at the same time as Fashion Week because... <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I do not have an invite from Chanel just yet, but I would be happy to go there and be a happy little lad over there. Just to give a little bit update on myself, as said, I feel very good. I feel back on track with my YouTube channel. I think for a while there, I was posting videos that I wasn't 100% happy to be posting. Even though all of the videos that I posted were of good experience, they were videos that I knew weren't gonna do like extremely well or necessarily that my viewers like wanna see. Cause I know that my viewers love watching wellness and routines and home vlogs. And I was posting a lot of travel videos. And like I said, those were all great experiences for me and memories that I'm going to look back on but I know that they're not necessarily the videos that my fans are begging for so recently I've posted like four videos that my viewers have loved and it's just made me feel so happy because obviously you're not supposed to place your happiness on views obviously obviously that is detrimental to your mental health as a content creator but when you do get good views or when you get good feedback it does make you feel a little happier because you know that you're on the right track and you know that you're doing a good job on whatever it is that you do you know that you're really appealing to your audience so I'm very happy about that August was such a great month for me. I swear I've just been hanging around making so many memories This past week was the Drake concert and I literally met Drake himself. Actually, no, I didn't meet him. That was a lie I was an arm's length away from Drake But he was in front of me and I could almost touch him with my two eyes But I had to play it cool. So I didn't just do that. But the Drake concert happened I went to my friend's cabins for the weekend. I've been hanging out with all my friends I've been with my boyfriend just so much happening all around and I'm honestly really excited for this new September I feel like I'm gonna be so busy with travels with plans with filming just so much to do So I am feeling happy high vibrational I hope you guys are also doing well across the screen or through the earphones wherever you're listening to this on whether it's morning or night for you i hope that you're having a good day i'm grateful for you to be listening to this episode and thank you for sticking around before we get into it make sure that you give this episode a five star rating if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the a better you youtube channel follow us on instagram and just stay updated in the community because i'm always texting you guys reaching out to you guys posting on the instagram stories and i love when you guys engage back with me because y'all are my friends honestly so let's get into the episode grab a coffee grab a water and let's Let's get into it. The first thing that we're going to talk about is gratitude. Honestly, I feel like this is the basis to so many of our issues, honestly, is that we take what we have for granted and then we constantly want more and more and more. I feel like this can happen a lot when you see other people and you are constantly in the state of want because they might have a nicer car than you, they might have the shirt that you want, they might have the job that you want, they have the opportunity that you want. And if you're in this constant state of want, you will never be satisfied with where you're at. And feeling happiness is is just feeling contentment it's feeling good it's feeling pleasant in where you are and one thing I want to say about that is that a big thing with that is being 
present in the moment. If you are present in the now and you're not worried about the future, you're not worried about the past and you're okay with where you are, then that's all that matters. I know that saying gratitude as one of the first ways on how to be more happy seems like the most redundant response ever. I feel like whenever you watch anything self-help or you read some book or you search for tips on how to be more happy, how to be more positive, how to stop comparing yourself, the answer is always gratitude. But if you're grateful for your health, you're grateful for the roof over your head, you are grateful for the country that you live in, you are just grateful for where you are at, you realize that all those other things are just noise around you. You have everything that you need and you have everything that you need within yourself. Some ways that you can incorporate more gratitude into your life so that you can make this a secondhand nature mindset is to one, keep a gratitude journal. I used to have this and I would do three things that I was grateful for in the morning and three things that I was grateful for at night. Doing this every single day makes you realize how many little things there is to be grateful for and it can literally be that you saw someone down the street and they made you laugh or it could be the sun that was shining that day or it could be a really good meal that you had. I feel like sometimes we come up with the super basic responses even like I'm grateful that I'm alive, I'm grateful that I have a house which are all very valid things. Those are almost the most important things to be grateful for but I think when you can find gratitude in the little things in life in the mundane then it will make you have so much more gratitude because you're focusing on all the little things and you realize how many little moments there are in each day that are really worth living for and they really add to the big picture overall if you start with gratitude in the morning then it kind of sets off your day on the right mindset and the right mood and you'll probably find more things to be grateful for throughout the day and the same thing if you do it at night it will kind of make you look back on the day and realize how much good there was another way that you can express more gratitude is just by saying it out loud and telling other people if you're grateful for them or that the thing that you're doing together is making you grateful in the moment really take the time to tell people that have made impacts on your life because not only is that just good karma for yourself you're probably going to receive that in some form it's just nice for other people to know and sometimes it can feel kind of vulnerable I feel like to tell other people that something they did really meant a lot to you but honestly why not just tell them spread some kindness and let other people know when they make you feel good another thing that you can do is create a gratitude jar so every time you're grateful for something in particular you can write it down on a little piece of paper and put it in a jar you can make a new jar for every month or like have one at the beginning of every month and then read it at the end of the month I feel like that would be a super cute activity and I mean really meaningful even like if you did one for your relationship, like say you just started one, you can have a gratitude jar and give it to them by the end of the year. Over time, you'll have a beautiful collection of positive moments to review. Another way to stay grateful and to remind yourself of all the things that you are grateful for is to have little reminders all around your house or little stick it notes or little post-its and put affirmations on the wall. Like I'm grateful to have my happiness. I'm grateful to be myself. I'm grateful for my personality. I'm grateful for the house that I have. All of these sayings are good reminders for yourself and I think whenever you see it you won't be able to help but just kind of feel good inside because you're like you're right I am grateful for that so those are all my ideas for expressing more gratitude and having more gratitude in your life I just want to say just be more mindful and present in the moment so that you can pick up on these little things that make you really happy and if there are little things in your day as you're being mindful, keep those in your mind for when you aren't feeling so good so that you can incorporate those things and feel those happy vibes again. Okay, the second way that you are going to stay happy and be happy on your own is to not place your happiness in the hands of other people. By this, I mean, I see a lot of relationships where the other person can't do life without their significant other. And they say like, oh, if I didn't have them, like my life would end, like I need them to be happy. And you're almost depending on that person as your soul provider of happiness which is the last thing that you should want I think a big thing with this kind of topic is to practice detachment and to not place so much
much of your self-worth, your happiness, your good vibes, your just your overall well-being in other people's hands because you truly never know and it's just a lot of pressure honestly to put on someone else as well. I think being happy within and knowing how to make yourself happy and being able to bounce back is one of the most important things you can do. So if you want, you can get a little notebook and write down the things that you know make yourself happy so that if there is ever a rainy day or someone can't hang out with you, you know how to fix the situation and be happy on your own. With this comes learning to be your own best friend and I think sometimes this can take time because you may not know how to spend time with yourself and how to enjoy that time with yourself. For me, when I moved out of my home and I started living alone, I was definitely a little bit unsure of how to bounce back on my own without having my boyfriend around, my family around, my friends around and I feel like as the time has passed, I've learned that like if I'm not feeling great, I can go take a walk, I can go shopping by myself, I can listen to music. I know how to bring that happiness within me and also I know that if I make myself feel good, I will in turn be happy. Another thing that you can do is if you have a journal is to write out what your perfect day looks like. For me, this may be having a full eight hours of sleep, waking up, doing my skincare routine, having a healthy breakfast, doing my makeup, getting all dressed up, walking to a cute coffee shop, having my nice little iced latte, listening to music, maybe going to a bookstore, maybe taking a walk in the park, maybe I get ready at night and then I go to a new restaurant, etc. Write out what your perfect day looks like and incorporate more of those things in your everyday life. The third thing I want to talk about is prioritizing how things make you feel rather than how you think it would make other people think about you or how it would make other people feel. By this, I mean we need to stop people pleasing. I am definitely a victim to this sometimes and sometimes I say yes to so many plans or I overbook myself thinking that I can't say no because the other person's going to be mad or I don't want to miss out on this super cool thing. I'm going to get FOMO when if it's making you feel bad, that is just going to lower your vibe. It's not helpful for you. And I think in these cases, it's so important to set up these boundaries and say, no, I'm not going to do that just because that person wants to. You can kindly tell them, I'm sorry, I can't go to this thing. Like I'm just not feeling my best or I literally you don't have to say this, but like I need to protect my peace, honestly. Another one could be even traveling. I feel like now, especially in my 20s, there's a lot of hype around traveling and going on your Euro summer. And I think that's one of those situations where you need to step back and be like, okay, do I really want this experience for myself or do I want it because everyone is doing it and because it's gonna make me look cool? Because at the end of the day, you're the only person that matters in your life. And if you are miserable doing something or if it sets you back because it's not the most responsible thing to do or financially responsible thing to do, then it's it's not worth it. And same goes, for example, being an influencer. I think that there is a lot of pressure sometimes to, and not always, I'm not saying this is always the case, but to maybe buy designer pieces or to splurge a lot on certain outfits or to always have new outfits or to be at these events. And sometimes I've had to look back on myself and be like, Kate, does this truly make me happy? Like, yes, it's cool. Yes, it's fun. Other people are doing it, but does that really make me happy? And I think that's where I've had to find my happy medium within that situation or that space. But that that's an example in my life where I feel like you can kind of see where I'm talking about where you really need to realize what makes you happy and the things that you think would make you happy but don't actually do. This could also be hanging out with a certain group of people. I think maybe if you're in high school or I don't know you're in college or you're in one of those situations where you want to be seen with a certain group of people or you want to hang out with this group of people or go to these certain things. Again if they don't make you feel good then it's not worth being around that group just so that you look like you know you're a part of it or that you can hang out 
with them. Maybe if it's someone cool that you want to hang out with, like if you truly don't get along or they don't make you feel well, don't do it for the sake of other people. Because I think another thing we have to remember is that even if we do something because we think it's going to look cool to others, the other people that are maybe watching or keeping an eye out on you are probably going to look at you for one second, maybe say, hmm, okay, she's cool for that one, and then turn back and live their own life. So if having that like five seconds of validation is worth putting yourself second, it's just not worth it. Going off that point, I want to say that the next thing is to prioritize experiences over materialistic things and temporary happiness. I think we know by now that having material things or having an excess of things doesn't actually bring us joy and it's almost better to have a few meaningful, great quality items than having an abundance of just like random things just so that you can say you have a lot of it. And same goes for just expensive items overall. It may be cool to have it if you have the money, splurge on these expensive items, but they are just items at the end of the day and they only provide so much joy for you in the long run. There are so many activities so many things so many experiences that really enrich your life and when you're like 90 years old you're not gonna be like oh my god I'm so grateful for that bag I bought one time you're probably gonna say I'm so grateful for that trip that I took with these friends and all the memories I made all the experience I gained all the wisdom I gained so those are the things that we're looking out for having that said put yourself out there more to gain these experiences and to be in the position where these experiences are going to happen naturally for you. If you have the ability to go and travel or to go to school in a different place or to join a new team or to do something that's going to give you a new perspective, take it and just run with it. You might not be happy 100% of the time going out of your comfort zone and trying something new, but in the long run, it will make you feel better. And I mean, considering that I just told you guys that I just went to a concert this past week, that is something that I'm going to remember for a really long time and an experience that I really value so honestly even for myself I'm like I need to spend more of my money on concerts and things like that rather than just like clothes that you can what take one photo in and then maybe not everybody does that but a lot of influencers do that but like take a few photos in it and then call it a day I would rather spend my money on experiences and also be with people that I know are going to elevate those experiences and make them what they are something that I actually want to say about that on experiences is that while I've been this content creator influencer on this career path I've been given a lot of opportunities to go on these crazy experiences and something that I've realized is that it doesn't matter how cool the party you're at how cool the opportunity is how cool the brand trip is if you are not with people that truly fill your cup and make you feel excited happy welcomed loved that it's honestly not worth it like a 10 out of 10 experience could be automatically just lowered if you're around the wrong people the people that make you feel bad and whoever's around you really makes all the difference I feel like that is something that I've learned over this past year whereas like in previous times I wanted to move to New York because I thought that's where everyone was going I thought that was going to be the best for me in terms of maybe even how I would look to the outside how brands could get to me and I didn't even want to be in Vancouver because I was like, I, I grew up here. I don't need to be here. And that's not to say that I would never move because I still want to move. But I think I've learned more to just be grateful for where I live and for the people that I have around me because I could be doing absolutely nothing in like a random room. And if I'm with the right people and my best friends and I'm just with people that make me laugh, the experience is 10 out of 10 better than if I got offered a crazy brand trip with people that lower my mood. With that being said, we can pivot on to the next point on how we can be happier. And that is to hang around people that make us feel good and that have a good vibe. There is an 
abundance of good people out here in this world and so many people that you can click with, but you kind of have to treat it like dating a little bit and go through the pool, go through the pond, meet a bunch of people to really sift out and find the ones that are the best match for you. You may be in a situation where your circle of friends are not the most ideal for you. And in that situation, I would say the best thing that you can do is to avoid hanging out with them all the time or slightly drift away. You don't even have to do a huge cutting off moment, like cutting off all your friends because maybe they aren't that toxic for you, but maybe they just don't make you feel great. In that sense, while you're doing that, it's so important to meet new people and try to hang out with others because that's the way that you're going to find the people that are truly your tribe and the ones that match you the best. And after finding these friends, work on maintaining positive relationships. If you find a good little fish in the sea, a good friend, and you're like, okay, this person makes me feel great. I love hanging out with this person. Make sure that you are maintaining that relationship and asking them to hang out, checking in on how they're doing. Don't let those relationships fizzle out because they don't come as easily, honestly. Like they're not everybody. So if you have that, hold on to it. Also, I was literally talking to my mom about this earlier, but she was watching a show and it said that people that have good relationships and good friends and are socializing live seven years longer than the average person that doesn't. Don't know if that's true or not, but I wouldn't be surprised because it's just giving you more happiness and a reason to live. Honestly, I think relationships is one of the, at least for me, it's one of my core values and something that I really prioritize in my life. And I think if I didn't have that, it would just make everything so different. And so that is why for me, it is so important to only surround myself with people that I enjoy and people that make me feel happy and feel lifted. If you don't necessarily have all these positive relationships already made or you don't have that many friends, I would say the best thing that you can do in this scenario is to just limit the amount of negative influence you have. If you know that you're surrounded by people that make you feel down about yourself or you leave that hangout feeling like garbage or you realize that they didn't ask you a single question about yourself or they just don't care about you, don't feel pressure to hang out with them that often. And if they confront you, you could literally tell them the reason why. Overall, just identify and reduce your exposure to negative influences, whether that's toxic people, news that brings you down, or unhealthy habits. I think the ultimate goal is to have a good balance and to just try your best to cut out that negativity. I have an episode on how to make more friends in your 20s, and if you're interested in this topic, I feel like that's an episode that you should definitely listen to because I talk all about finding good people and how it's so important to have these good people around you and where you can find them, so I would highly recommend listening to that episode. The next point I want to make is to stop being so nonchalant and acting cool and just enjoying yourself and letting yourself feel joy and excited. I've been in a lot of situations, especially with influencers, which I know might be different, but actually not really. It, I feel like everyone's the same. Like I've been in other situations without influencers and I've just been with girls that try to act really cool or again in the influencer scene where people are not excited or not overly grateful or don't even feel so happy, maybe because they've honestly had so many cool experiences that they're a little bit numb to it and it just feels like any other day to them. But I feel like I've been in a lot of situations that are really cool and there's people around me that I can feel have a bad vibe to them and it may be that they're trying to act cool maybe in their head they're really excited but they want to play it like it's no big deal or maybe they just actually don't let themselves feel all these really excited emotions but let yourself feel happy let yourself feel excited I don't know about you guys but if I'm at an event or I'm at a party or I'm out at the club I would rather hang out with the girls that look like they're enjoying their life are dancing are smiling are laughing look like a happy vibe to be around rather than the cool girl in the corner that looks like she wants to punch a wall like 
I actually just don't want to hang out with those people because they scare me. I'm like, why are you in such a bad mood? For what? Usually whenever I go out, I go out with one of my friends, Maella, and she is probably one of the happiest people that I know. And it's, again, not because she is... 100% happy all the time, but it's because she makes an effort to make things a vibe when she's out. She's excited to be there. Even if we're waiting in a line for two hours, we're happy to be there. We're like, you know what? Let's make a game out of it. Let's have fun and talk on the side. We're going to get there when we get there. And we're not going to take the situation too seriously. If it works out, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Honestly, what's cool and the people who are the coolest are the ones that are a vibe to talk to, the ones that are a vibe to be around. And the ones who look happy to be where they are. On that note, do more things that inspire those feelings in the first place. The feelings of passion, the feelings of inspiration, the feelings of joy and laughter. And on that note, I want to give you guys a little story. I think I've explained this before on the podcast, but I feel like it goes really perfect with this nonchalant acting cool vibe, especially when you're out like at an event or at a party or wherever. Me and Maella always say a situation or a night is either fun or it's funny. And I think that's the most positive way that we could put it. And I think just perfectly encapsulates our friendship because we sometimes will, sometimes we go too far. Sometimes we're like on a night out and it's like 5am and we're like, Hey, we can go home, but we either say it's really fun and we're having such a great time or the situation starts to get funny. And when it gets funny, it's kind of like so bad that it's laughable. But at that point, you can see where that positivity comes from because there's never a situation that is bad or boring or shitty. And if it is, you can laugh at it. Just make fun of the situation. Be like, oh my God, I can't believe this is where we are. I feel like we've been in weird situations and we just look at each other and we know that it's weird. So we'll start laughing. And that relationship with her is one of my favorite that I have. And I hope that all of you guys find someone like that where you just have trust in the other person that you both make the best out of a situation and you're just happy to be together and you're happy to be out and about and alive honestly so take that with you on the next time you go out or the next event you have or the next time you just hang out with anyone and if the situation starts to get weird just tell everybody it's really funny and if you say it out loud and they hate you for that and they go Fernanda then that's probably not someone you want to be around. That actually happened to me one time and I'm not going to say who, but we were out and we were trying to get into this club and we couldn't get in and it was like 3 a.m. And I was like, well, at least we got photos. And the girl looked at me and was like, Fernanda, nobody cares we took photos. <laughs> and from that day, I was like, damn, okay, okay. Now I know the people that I should say this to and the people that I shouldn't say this to. So let that tell you something. The next way to ensure that you stay happy and high vibrational is to take care of what you put into your body and to do the things that you know are physically and uh, is this the word physiologically gonna actually make you feel better. You know what they say what you put in your body or what you eat is what you are and so have that in mind whenever you're picking something to eat whenever you're having a healthy habit that you don't want to do just realize that you're doing this to help your little vessel of a body. Honestly you only have one and so you better take care of it. I I think the most heartbreaking thing that you could do for yourself is do an unhealthy habit for so long that you grow older and you realize that you have like health problems or you now have mental health problems and then you look back and you're like wait who do I blame and then you're like oh damn <laughs> I'm the only one to blame that would be my nightmare honestly so number one is exercise regularly this literally releases like serotonin or dopamine or something so it's like your brain is literally being fed happy vibes and I think in every video that you watch on how to increase your mental health how to be happier how to just maybe get out of your depression or how to whatever the advice that's always there is to do exercise or to get a 10 minute walk 50 minute walk move your body if that is always an example of what you should do to feel better I think that's saying something 
It says here that physical activity releases endorphins, which are natural mood lifters. Even if it's a short walk or a light exercise, it can make a big difference in your mood. So take that as you will. The next thing you can do is get enough sleep. I feel like this is an obvious one because when you don't get enough sleep, you are cranky, you are miserable, you are low vibrational, you can't even focus. So prioritize getting good sleep. And if you have a habit of staying up and sleeping late and just crawling into bed, romanticize the situation, put some cute PJs on, have some downtime where you sip your tea, you listen to some music, you journal, make it a vibe that you're excited to do. And not only just going to sleep but having good quality sleep i think the more that you grow older too which unfortunately i am realizing the more that sleep is just really essential for you and for your body and mental health to feel its best lack of sleep can lead to mood swings and decrease overall happiness over time the next thing that you can do for yourself is to manage your stress again an accessing cortisol which is the stress hormone can cause so many problems in you that you don't even realize that you're going to be giving yourself it says online that too much cortisol can even cause a fatty hump between the shoulders a rounded face and pink or purple stretch marks on the skin and can cause type 2 diabetes i'm sorry but that in itself is just giving me all the reasons to focus on managing my stress and to relieving it so that things like that don't happen. Obviously, managing your stress would also increase your happiness. And some ways that you can do this is developing effective stress management techniques, such as deep breathing, yoga, journaling. This could be taking breaks from watching, reading, or listening to the news. This could be taking breaks in general, maybe if you're working too much or working long hours. This could be taking time for yourself, doing some self-care. Just whatever it is that you know relaxes you. And maybe this could even be getting a massage or investing in things that are a little bit more expensive, but will 100% reduce your stress. I think a good one for this is getting into a sauna steam routine. That definitely lowers my stress. And whenever I come out of the steam room, I'm feeling like I could nap right there. Take some time to unwind. And on the note of self-care, incorporate regular self-care activities as rituals into your routine and don't view self-care as an extra bonus to your life or something that needs to be earned or something that you don't deserve until you do something. Self-care is essential and should be treated like honestly, like drinking water or eating food. Like it will help you in so many ways. Also side note, if you can do an act of kindness for maybe a significant other or a family member or a friend where you help them have some sort of self-care ritual, I think that would not only bring their mood up, but it would probably increase your happiness by doing this kindness for someone else another thing you can do in this topic is eating a well-balanced diet i don't know about you guys but when i eat a lot of processed food or things that i know make me feel bad i can just feel it taking away my happiness because i don't even feel good my body feels like it's decaying low-key with that being said, incorporate eating more vegetables, drinking your water, avoiding things that make you feel icky. For me, that may be like dairy or aggressive carbs. <laughs> like when I eat too much pasta, I just know that I'm going to feel bad and limiting alcohol, caffeine. Like, And the last one that I want to say regarding your physical body is to expose yourself to more natural light. When you wake up in the morning, open your blinds and see the sun. This will literally help with your like rhythm and internal clock and help you wake up and feel excited and ready for the day. Whenever I'm in a dark room with the windows closed, with the blinds shut, I just feel down. I feel like I need to nap. Like I just don't feel ready for the day. Okay, veering off this path on your physical self, I want to talk about our spiritual selves. As I was telling you earlier that I was talking to my mom about the socializing and how it makes you live longer. Another one that she told me is about people that are spiritual or religious. Apparently they also live longer and I feel like it's because it gives you a deeper meaning and this may be something different depending on who the person is. I mean, many people have different religion, different beliefs and and, you know, I'm not here to tell you which one to believe in, but if you do have faith or you believe in something or just a higher power, it could even be yourself, whatever, having that belief is going to 
make you feel happy and excited and grateful and just feel good about life and feel excited because you have faith that good things are coming to you and that there's better things coming along the way. I think something that everybody can do is practice mindfulness and meditation techniques and just really taking time to be quiet and peaceful with yourself. And if you do like to meditate, there's literally hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of meditations online that are especially for certain things like happiness. And I've done a few of those happiness meditations and I always open my eyes feeling so good, feeling so refreshed and so relaxed. And even like a literal 10 minute meditation can do wonders to you. So if I did that every single day, I can just envision the happiness bubble around me that I would be bringing everywhere I go. Okay, the next bullet point I have here is to have things to strive for and to look forward to. I think there is nothing better than having something that you're so excited for, like a trip planned or a birthday or experience or a plan that you made yourself. It honestly gives me all the more reason to try harder, to work harder, to fill my days up with more excitement, just knowing that I have something to look forward to. Having a purpose that drives you and makes you excited to wake up is one of the things that's going to keep you happy and passionate as the days go on. And I feel like especially when you become an adult, you may have a job, you may get really stuck into your routine and the days can feel the same. They can feel redundant. If you give yourself at least one or two things a month to look forward to, you could even plan it on like the first of every month. Not only will having these plans made make you feel so excited, but you can also set goals for yourself. So it kind of gives you a little bit of motivation every day to work towards something. And when you do actually achieve those goals, again, it's going to make you feel happy. You're going to feel proud of yourself and you're going to feel on top of the world because you said you were going to do something and you did do that thing. Setting and achieving meaningful goals can provide a sense of purpose and accomplishment contributing to your happiness. The next one is to surround yourself in environments that inspire happiness. For me, I think having an environment that makes me feel happy makes all the difference. In fact, I just actually did a renovation to my bedroom and I honestly think that's what's made me feel so good the past few weeks. If you haven't watched my room renovation video, I highly recommend watching it. I honestly love the way that it turned out and I put a lot of effort into it. But basically when I first moved into my apartment, I didn't really decorate my room probably just because I was so over decorating my entire apartment that I was like, you know what? Let's just keep the room plain. Let's just keep it simple. And I never thought that it bothered me until I changed the positioning of my bedroom and I kind of made it kind of feels like a college dorm room. And I think when I moved, I decorated my living room and my kitchen, all these other like adulty spaces that I just left my bedroom to be a bland blank screen. But now that I filled it up with all the things that I truly like, and it kind of feels like my childhood bedroom low key, like when I lived at home, I feel so much more inclined to hang out there, to do my makeup in there. I feel cute. I feel good. It reflects my personality. It makes me happy being in there. I feel like I've gotten better sleeps. I feel like I've just been more inspired, more excited. You know, I could go on and on, but really just making those little changes did all the difference. And also, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but there is like a thing, I think it's called like feng shui. (laughs) I don't know what it's called, but it's like, uh, let me search it up. Okay, it's called feng shui. I think that's how you say it. I could be saying it so wrong, but feng shui is the practice of arranging pieces in living spaces to create balance with the natural world. And basically it's like positioning your furniture all around to like make you feel more harmonious, maybe more balanced, more happy, and like to bring you good luck or more money, whatever. I don't know if arranging my room in a certain way maybe did that for me, but the vibes in there are feeling significantly better. So as I was saying, surround yourself in environments that inspire happiness, which could be in the way that you decorate. Being in personalized spaces, you can add a touch of personal photos, artwork that matches your vibe, or maybe that inspires you. You can pick a favorite color of yours. My room right now is like all pink and I'm living for it. You can make the space comfier and overall keeping your environment clean is also really going to help you. I think having a clean environment just makes your brain feel like it's ready to go and not overwhelmed. And I think 
think that's something that I really struggle with. Low-key, I'm like, I think I have ADHD and I think having a messy environment sometimes is a huge symptom of that and like being okay with the mess. And sometimes I have to remind myself, Fernanda, even though you're okay with it, that doesn't mean that it's great for your mental health. You know, even though you're okay with living in a very messy environment, that doesn't mean that it's necessarily helping you. So I have to remind myself sometimes to clean up my space because I know it's gonna make me feel better even if I don't think it in the moment. Another way that you can surround yourself in a happy environment is by going to places that you know inspire you. For me, this can be a cute coffee shop. This can be going to restaurants with a great ambiance and vibe. And this could even be being in nature. I think that's like obviously the number one for humans. In fact, I think my friend told me that seeing the color green mentally relaxes you. And when she told me that, we were in Costa Rica and I think I felt relaxed the entire time because the only color that I could see was green. So if you can, go outside, go on a walk and surround yourself in green spaces, whether that be in the forest, on a walk, literally laying on a piece of grass, it's gonna make you feel so much better. So be in those fresh spaces. Moving on, we're talking about celebrating yourself and others and giving yourself permission to be happy and proud of yourself. One of the things that makes me really happy, of course, as it does to most people, is achieving my goals. And then what makes me even happier is when I can celebrate them and I choose to bring others to celebrate with me. And then to top it off, when they are almost just as excited for me. For example, when I hit 1 million subscribers, I was so excited. I was so happy. I let myself be happy. I didn't just brush over it and just be like, yeah, like I knew it was going to happen. It's about time. Like everybody gets it. I'm not the only one. Like that definitely was not the feelings that I was feeling. And in fact, I was on live stream when I hit 1 million and I was like, should I scream outside? Should I scream? And I did that. I opened my windows. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I just hit 1 million subscribers. And just thinking about it already is making me happy because I have that video saved and I've never seen a smile that big on my face. I was so excited. And what made it even better for me was the comments, was my friends, everyone hyping me up. I did a huge celebration for all my friends and I. And what made it honestly even more special was that they were so willing to help me and to celebrate me and write me letters. And for that reason is why it's so important to celebrate other people. I think that there can be times where we might even feel bitter for someone else achieving a goal that we want, or we might feel jealous when someone does something that we want, but we have to swallow those feelings. Well, first we have to recognize them and swallow them after that and try to work through them and be like, no, I'm not going to let my own ego take this away from someone else. And I'm going to celebrate them the way that I would want them to celebrate me. If that was me one celebrate your small wins, literally everything is worth celebrating. And if you want to celebrate it, then it's worth celebrating. You can buy yourself a little cake, whether that be your first day of work, your first day of school, maybe you hit 1k followers, maybe you hit 500 followers, maybe you hit 100k, maybe you moved out, whatever it is, give yourself the space to celebrate no matter how small they seem and figure out what it is that would make you so happy and do that. Celebrating your milestones is so important and not even just the milestone itself, but the actual process that it took to get there because only you know how much effort you put into it to get there. Another way that you can celebrate yourself is not necessarily in milestones or in achievements, but it's just in literally celebrating your unique qualities. If there's something that you like about yourself or you realize that you look really great this day or you realize that you like a quality about yourself, be happy that you have that and be proud of that because honestly, there's no better feeling than truly liking who you are as a person and being like, yeah, I would love to be my friend and recognizing the strengths that you have. You don't need other people to congratulate you on your features. If you know that you're a hardworking person, you don't need someone to give you a gold star and tell you that. If you know that, be proud of it, be happy of it and have a whole list of the things that you like about yourself because you can refer to that and that's an automatic, not even ego boost, but like self boost of yourself. You can even treat yourself to a new book, a new treat, and if you need an incentive to achieve a goal, have that one in mind. Like you're going to treat yourself at the end of it. Okay. And we are nearing the end. I honestly feel 
happier already talking about all these things. The next tip I have for you guys is to do more things that make you happy daily. This is honestly one of the biggest things that has changed in me and has made me so much more happy the past few months rather than last winter. I think last winter was when I moved out and I started realizing that I live alone and I'm responsible for my happiness. I cannot just lay in bed all day. Like that's not happening. Okay. And I realized that The things that make me happy, for example, is spending time with friends or leaving the house. And now that I know that, I know that I have to do that at least once a day. So if that's listening to music and you know that listening to music pumps you up and gets you excited, do it every single day, even if it's only 15 minutes. If listening to this podcast by your favorite influencer, maybe it's me, I'm joking, but if it's your favorite podcast or your favorite YouTube video or your favorite TikToker, whoever it is, watch them for 15 minutes every single day and let that be a ritual for yourself. Another one for me that is like, so important again is seeing friends and the way that I've learned to do this and been able to do this every day is by having friends that I work out with friends that I do work with friends that I see on the weekends and that way my social cup is filled throughout the entire week and it never really gets me to a point where I'm so dipped down that I haven't done any of those things I feel like I'm on a constant high kind of at all times you can engage in activities that you enjoy doing and hobbies that make you really happy that they're not for monetizing purposes or it's not because someone told you to do it. It's because it genuinely makes you happy. And if you don't really have any hobbies or you don't know what you would like, try out a bunch of different things so you can see what sticks the most and what you want to keep reaching for. Okay, I only have two more, but my second to last one is wherever you place your attention grows. For example, if you focus on the good, you will see more positive situations and you'll probably only see the good in people. If you focus on the negative, on the other hand, that's the only thing you're seeing. For example, if you think that the world is cruel, you're only gonna point out negative things that are happening, negative people, people that are saying bad things, negative spaces, and you'll be like, see, see, I'm right. I was saying that and now I saw it. Whereas if you switch that mindset to one that is a lot more happy and positive and you see the best in situations, that's all you're gonna keep seeing. And at first it may take conscious effort to make that switch, but after a while, it's gonna come so naturally to you. It's gonna be just your baseline. I feel like that is something that I have done and I always see the best in situations. And I feel like I notice this a lot when I'm around other people that I'm not that close with and they'll always say, oh, Fernanda, you're so positive. You're so happy. And I never realized that that's what I was. I mean, obviously I know how I work, but like that isn't something that I would always point out, but I realized that not everybody does that. And when it becomes second nature to you, you just are a positive ball of light. And again, people want to be around you. I can feel it. So look for the best in situations, look for gratitude, look for lucky things that happen to you and keep your attention and your focus on that. It's just like angel numbers. Whereas honestly, if you're looking for them, you'll find them. Look towards the things you want to see and cultivate that positive mindset. Your world and your reality is really what you make it. So there's no point in dwelling on the past, dwelling on negativity, dwelling on what could be and just look at what is. Okay. And the last thing that I want to say in terms of increasing your happiness is that sometimes we got to take a step back and just do a little dopamine detox. Sometimes we can be scrolling too much. We could be engaging in too many things that cause short-term happiness or instant gratification and sometimes we got to reel it back and focus on the things that take time focus on the things that we know are going to make us happy in the long run and doesn't just require an easy tap on a phone or again is solved by instant gratification so my challenge for you this week is to have a no scroll day I don't even remember the last time I've done this which is really embarrassing to say but take some time away from your phone stop looking at things that just pop out of nowhere things that could potentially make you feel bad about yourself or are just negative and have ill intent we'll say that and have some time where you're away from your phone and living your perfect day I actually made a YouTube video about this a long time ago and 
I did that perfect day that I described earlier in this podcast and I felt so refreshed by the end of it and I did that at a point where I feel like my mental health wasn't the best and by the end of that day I felt automatically better so take your time to do your favorite day know that your feelings are in your control and there are so many ways that you can truly be happier there are many happy people in this world and they're not lying to you they feel very happy and again some things are probably due to just the way they were made but a lot of things are the way they see life the way they perceive others and perceive situations the way they actively try to see the best in people and things and the way that they just incorporate more things that make them happy and make them laugh and make them feel joy and inspire and passion and all of those high vibrational emotions that we are all trying to get to so yeah that is the end of today's episode i hope you are feeling light and happy and just inspired by the end of this and i hope that you take all these tips and incorporate them into your life or in this next week and i assure you you will feel happier and if you're in a place right now where you are not feeling your best you are not feeling happy again have self-compassion for yourself it's really hard to be at a uphill at all times and realistically that is impossible there's going to be so many times in your life where you're going up you're going down and that's just a part of being human you know you can't have the good without the bad and I think something that helps me through those moments is that when I'm at a low moment I just know that there's a high moment coming up so have faith know that things are going to get better you're never going to stay in a situation and the light at the end of the tunnel is calling for you okay do what you can to improve your situation and i love you guys that's that's what i'm gonna leave it off on i hope to see you guys soon and i will talk to you guys later 